0: kind of the opening motif for this show now, I think. We always open up the show now with, it's been a while. <laughs> right?
1: That's like our tagline.
0: It's our tagline.
1: <laughs> we mean Ghostly Talk t-shirts that say, it's been a while. I, I think we should start
0: doing that. Like, yeah, instead of like, dead air never sounded so good, like, what it's yeah, been a while. It's been a while. Because um, it has been a little while. Um and, you know, every damn show, it's like, well, you know, we got the... It's the same shit. We're busy. Life you know?
1: interferes. Whatever. Yeah,
0: we're, we're busy. You know the story, guys. I'm not going to keep telling it every damn week. So, yeah, we're cool. We're here. And, yeah, Ghostly Talk's here again to do whatever we do here. Amber's over there doing... She's intensely was reading something.
2: I updating Facebook with a picture of Tony. Our Yay! guest who knows oh, not guest. what he's doing tonight on the show. Say yes. hi, Tony.
3: Hi, Tony.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played.
0: Our dear... Dear, dear friend Tony is here in the studio tonight to hang okay,
1: out. Okay, the fact that you dropped your voice when you oh did dear. that was a little weird. Well, we were talking about the whole
0: like, what's a Barry White thing? We got into pillow mm. talk
1: there for a minute because
0: Tony's a singer of the band. We we play in a band together called Thousand Yard Stare, and we'll pimp the shit out of that band tonight. I guess it'll be fun. We don't. We I never really pimped any of the play band it stuff. At the I end. think you should oh, play oh, it. Yeah, yes. yeah. You know, we'll do that. We'll we'll play. A, we'll do a Thousand Yard Stare cut at the end of the show. That'll be that'll be super cool. But yeah, Tony, my man, is here. Um, and you know, I guess we call him a special guest, but Tony's just Tony. Tony's the man. Special. I love him, and we all I'm love him. Special, and, and special. yeah, Tony's a very special person to us. Tony has one of the nastiest throats I've ever heard in my life. Uh, or as felt. far he's a singer of our band, Thousand Yard Stare, and um, yeah, he's got he's one of the sickest singers I've ever heard. Which you'll be hearing later on when the show ends. I guess now.
1: Yes, we so, have decided.
0: So welcome, Tony. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us here tonight. Thanks for having me. Um. Yeah. So. We have we had quite a bitch fest before the show.
1: <laughs> that seems Wait, to be first
2: though par for the course. Go ahead. Go we have, ahead, go we ahead. have to stay in with like what we talked about last show. Um,
1: Bonnie's week. Oh God. Anything happened? Oh this Bonnie's week? week. Yeah, yeah. We don't really week. want to talk about Bonnie's week. Bonnie. Um, let's see. Since we've last talked, what interesting thing should I mention? I almost got hit by a car. While I was walking, that was a good time. So the
0: last time you got fucking, you got heckled.
1: Yeah. This and now you time, got nearly run
0: over. So at least it's well, escalating see, now.
1: okay, I'm walking down West Jefferson, and I'm yeah. on the side of the road. So there is three feet between me and the f- line for the road. And most people, when they drive by, give a very wide berth and go into the turning lane. Uh, this idiot, whoever it was came straight at me and went off the side of the road if i hadn't stepped to the left he would have hit me so yeah there was that Um, it's probably that guy's brother i was in a wedding
0: oh we heard all about that. i
1: wore a dress and i did not burst into flames
0: we had our pre-show pizza and we had to hear all about that
1: and i started a war that we're not going to go into
0: that's quite. That's Bonnie's week. Explicit.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's my. People week are going to be dying nutshell. to know
0: about it now.
1: Well, they're just going to have to die you know, or it, be my friend on Facebook. And that's I, all there's to it.
0: And I want to push this again. Dating at ghostlytalk.com. Oh God, up. Uh,
1: Stop um. it.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we we got we need more creepers here. We only got like one or two creepers. Uh, and I thought
1: that was enough. Yeah, really. That what was, what enough. was that email again? What, what, what I was... want date. Yeah that that was <laughs> me, the entirety me. of the email. I, I want even date. Think,
2: like those four words were spelled right. It, it's
1: mm-hmm. it's not even a complete sentence. So clearly, I would stab the guy in the testicles within the first five minutes. It was bizarre. That date.
0: It was weird.
1: Well, and we we honest to be honest, we didn't set
2: up a forward for that? I mean, you'd have to just contact the page and say, I want to thank Bonnie. This yes, we did. No, I don't think we, we did. We did set up. I set Scott up a didn't forwarder set it up. For I set up a because forwarder. I, there's no link to I it. got oh, the email. Okay, so It's was. on the
0: show. We say dating at ghostlytalk.com. How hard is that okay. to remember? Yeah. No, I set up the forwarder for all that. Oh, all right, fine. fine.
3: So what is it?
0: Uh, we're trying to get Bonnie <laughs> late. <laughs> oh, my God. We're trying to get her some boom tank.
1: Getting Bonnie late is not the issue. What uh, On one of the shows we were talking about People I encounter on dating sites and unsolicited dick pics and There's unsolicited just dick pics dick for miles, pics. miles of um, dick pics. I could actually, as John Tenney said that night, do a pop-up book of unsolicited <laughs> dick <Yeah>, pics <laughs> that would sell um, in every novelty gay like Spencer's gifts, anything like that. Because Bonnie's a, dick pic pop-up book. haven't thought about that. If yet. you say, you should do it. If someone says hi to you that, and you respond back with hello, that pretty much opens the door for dick pics and very odd conversation. Uh, so we were talking about that, yeah. and Scott and Amber had this bright idea to start dating at Ghostly Talk. to, get to dates try and get date for Bonnie. Yeah. Oh, okay. We should just make it a reality yeah. show, and which film is horror. Oh my God, that would be horrible. What's that, Tony? That Can would I be tell horrific.
3: a uh, dick pitch? Story, yeah, That's go right. right. ahead. Yeah, yeah, we love dick pic uh, stories here. Go ahead. Years ago, when I was in uh, Grievance, another band, we used to practice Great at band. This place called Loft, It was like where all the bands play. Shitty they... place, yes, very <laughs> shitty, <laughs> horrible place, <laughs> yes, big cockroaches and eddy bugs. And... So, um, we used to get really high and do all that good old stuff. And I fell asleep, passed out, blacked out, whatever. And uh, this group of girls that used to hang out with all of us, I wouldn't call them groupies because we didn't like bang them or anything like that. They just hung out with us. They uh, decided to go through all these porn magazines and cut out pictures of just junk, of mm-hmm. the guys' dicks, so dick pictures. And they loaded my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not know they did this. And I'm driving home. And I stop at the gas station to get gas and <laughs> shit. And I'm in the gas station right over on uh, Telegraph. And I pull my wallet out to get money out. And, <laughs> and dicks, all go dicks go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like Dick Fetty. <laughs> Dick. Dick Fetty. That is the line of the
1: night. Dick Fetty.
3: Sounds like a mobster's name. <laughs> I like it. Dick, Fetty. Dick hey, Fetty. My name is Dick Fetty.
1: Well, that's um very similar to, well... Kind of, sort of, but in the same twisted sexual way. When we were doing the Ghostly Talk photo shoot many, many moons ago. Um, Which one was that? Th- when Bobby came up to take oh, our pictures. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bobby Tingle, I love you. Um, Bobby had an idea for a picture, and he sent me a message, and he said, I need you to get your hands on handcuffs and a whip. And I said, okay, I just opened the drawer next to me, Done. <laughs> so he's like, bring them with you to the photo shoot. Okay, fine. So we were all meeting at Doug's house. This is when he still lived with Larry. And I yeah, have yeah. handcuffs and a whip in my purse. And I stop at the gas station right by Doug's house to get cigarettes and pop and everything else. Go to pull out my wallet and handcuffs and a whip land right on the counter. And the guy behind the counter just looked at me like, what? What the Fuck! Are you yeah, yeah. doing? And I was just like, nah, Wait, "No, no, no, no man, we take cash here. It's just for a photo shoot, which I think made it worse." Right. But <laughs> anyways, I'm pretty sure that guy will never forget that night.
0: That yeah. was the that was the 2008 photo shoot, if I remember correctly. I think so. That yeah, where we shot like in a park, or I, I,
1: yeah, and in Larry's bedroom. Oh yeah, yep. that was
0: that was the yep. infamous photo. Yep. That's, like, my favorite ghostly talk, like, promo photo ever done was... Yeah, and for you guys out there, you know, the old listeners, maybe you remember that picture. It's actually Doug and I... In It,
1: handcuffs, came, out, it came out great. It's you and Doug in handcuffs and me whipping Doug. Yeah, it, came, it, it says, came out
0: phenomenal, though.
1: Dominating the paranormal airwaves. <laughs> Bobby Tingle is yeah, a genius. Yeah, that
0: was... That was it, it came out awesome. It was such a fun picture. Um, yeah, I... My favorite picture that
1: that we never used for anything from that photo shoot is you and I choking each other.
0: Oh, we did one of those too? Yeah. I don't remember any of this crap.
1: It's on my Facebook page. I use it from time to time.
0: Yeah, so... Okay, we're back on dick pics again. He... I started it. How, how do we Well, we asked for the Week in Bonnie. Or yes. Bonnie's Week. Don't
1: say the Week in Bonnie. <laughs> <The> week in- <laughs> <laughs> that,
3: just,
1: that sounds like a whole different pop-up book. So, yeah, let's not call it the Week in Bonnie. The
0: Week in Bonnie.
1: That that's a bad title, Amber, rework Bunny it. Spidler.
0: So, yeah, okay. So, completely unrelated. So, <laughs> We're still kind of working our way up great here. I mean, you know, back in the day, we were the master of segways. We could we could just do it flawlessly, completely well, seamlessly. We didn't have going
1: on. the weekend, Bonnie. We, then, yeah, we never we had weekend. Talk about we, we penis. Didn't, we we as couldn't much talk about as, dick as we dick do
0: picks. now. Now we have the freedom to do whatever we want, which is great. And we, what do we do with this wonderful freedom? <laughs> no, we don't enlighten minds. We don't open people's we minds. We talk it about with dick pics. Dick Fetty. dick Fetty. Dick yeah Dick Fetty. Dick Fetty. So. What we're going to go on this week, I I, I guess. We'll see. where. I, you know, I don't even... I mean, this <clears> week... <throat> now, you know, here's the thing. I think we talked about this before. You know, I was taking shit from the the two bitches on the show here, right? Uh, because... Damn
1: you, Tony. Yeah, yeah, Sorry.
0: exactly. You know, I was taking shit from you guys because I wasn't prepared enough. Mm-hmm. Now, anybody who knows us personally or know how this show <laughs> used to run back in the day, I used to take a lot of shit for being overprepared. It right? was
1: less about... Giving you shit because you weren't prepared and more shock that you weren't prepared. Well, no, I was
0: getting beat up on that one show. I don't remember which one it was now, but people it's were like, You what were the unprepared. Hell? I was totally unprepared. And I'm like, Well, I thought that was like the new thing here. So I'm it gradually.
1: Is. We just come on and talk about dick pics in my dating life.
0: Okay. And then we work a ghost story. That's in is, yeah,
1: that's the new paranormal show. That's it. <laughs> that's how this works. Well, we used to say
0: that about back. We were like, you know, dick jokes and ghost stories. Exactly. That's what, that's what we were. That's what we were trying to do. That's like that was our genre. Like that was our niche in the market. Was that like that very very narrow like group of people I guess. But we rocked it. We, oh yeah, we totally rocked it. Tony, you're like you're ready to eat the mic. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? I don't want anything. You're like all over that. He's just
1: perched and ready. He's perched and ready. Tony actually does have the wiener mic. He He does. does. I've
0: got the wiener mic. I did give that to Mike. You can
1: actually change it if you don't want the wiener on the end. Don't Don't change
0: it in the middle of the show, it'll sound even worse. He
1: doesn't mind wiener. We're good to go.
0: You know (laughs) I'm secure with Here Here is Bonnie. (laughs) She gets I, you know confetti, what? dick fatty all the time. I I,
1: I don't Fetty. mind wiener Fett, in all dick shapes Fetty. and sizes. Please continue to send your pictures to. I'm joking. Yeah,
0: dating no, at no. ghostlytalk.com. No, no, I, no, I no, no, be no.
1: If no. we get one dick, no, pic yeah, today. yeah,
0: guys, we really don't want to see that. Stuff if we, that okay, us, I'm going
1: to say this right now. If you send a dick pic to dating at ghostlytalk.com, I'm going to put that shit on Facebook.
0: Yeah, yeah, we will. We'll, we will post the we picture in you your email address and embarrass you. We will embarrass you. We will shame you all shame. over uh, the social shame. networking channel. I will give shame. you a
1: rating on the dickometer, and it will probably not <laughs> be from Well,
3: now, now we've opened up a whole new cavern in this conversation. <laughs> That's a pig in the blanket,
2: Bonnie's dickometer.
3: <laughs> now we have a whole new
0: bit well, on the okay. show. No, if
2: you want to send your wiener and have it rated by Bonnie. <laughs> Wiener, this is a whole different wieners avenue. at ghostlytalk.com. Those are acceptable pictures. That wouldn't no. even hit the back of your throat. Dicometer oh, at ghostlytalk.com. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Okay, all right, all right. Get on subject. In the Let's
0: go <laughs> I'll set the forwarder up for that. Let's go to
2: Nazis now. Nazis? I'll set the
0: forwarder up for that after the show. Wieners at ghostlytalk.com. We'll, we'll get that going for you guys. I
2: like so, buying yeah. Dickometer at
1: ghostlytalk.com.
0: Let's get serious, guys. Come on.
1: I can't after that. All right, let's talk about some Nats. You take it.
0: Well, here's how this thing got going. Um, I just finished it up again. I've actually read this book cover to cover. It's a book called Cryptonomicon by Neil Stevenson. Um, anybody out there, I don't know if you're if you're listening, I don't know if you're familiar with this author, but he's one of my favorites. The guy's absolutely incredible. He writes just these epic, massive stories. They're like, you know, thousand-page novels. So they're a real bear to, like, really get through and, you know get the you know get the idea of what's happening is the stories are so complex and so dense right uh without and i'm not going to spoil it but it does center around world war ii which of course coming out of a you know and i had to actually like when i say i got through it again i actually bought the audiobook (laughs) 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 because i'm like i can't read this i I mean i'm like i really want to like get through it again but i just can't With all the crap going on, my brain can't focus anymore. I just can't read like that anymore. So I'm like, well, I can do the book on tape thing when I'm on the bicycle, when I'm out walking, whatever. Do you have the book here? I I have it. Yeah, I have it. I I bought it. I I own it. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's like a 40 hours of listening. I'm telling you right now, it's a serious dedication. (laughs) It's a lot of time. That's fine. Uh, But it's a really phenomenal story. And as I said, it does center around uh, World War II. Uh, and stories around that. I don't. Again, I don't want to st- uh, spoil it for you guys. It's something you should experience, though. But it got me, you know, kind of back into my World War II mind. So I've been kind of really riffing on that stuff. So I thought it'd be kind of neat to talk about strange World War II stories tonight. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Dun, dun, dun That's when you should have,
2: you gotta master the drops, Scott. Yeah, I
0: don't have the drops in yet. I don't even have the drops up. I forgot oh, about it.
2: Oh, God.
0: I don't have a World War Two drop, though. Well, here, you guys talking? I'll find one. Here, go, okay. go. No, we
1: really don't need a. Vine Seriously? Vine. No, this is complete. You were leading into yeah, our now topic. Now you're looking for a WAV file. And now you're just gonna leave us hanging?
2: No, I'm not, I'm not leaving you hanging.
1: Amber, what do you want to talk about? I,
2: I don't really know. I'm.
1: We can go back to the dickometer. If the you dickometer. Want. We
2: dick-o-meter. could have <gasps> it, it. Can have no. a series yes. of like ratings, little pictures. Yes. Maybe a, we can have, get a gadget going mm-hmm. with lights. You can wave it around the wheel. I'm tired yes. of talking
0: about this
3: shit already.
2: It'll stops. be like hey. instead of a K two. Yeah. Tony, yeah what? It's like Are yeah. you
3: going to like have um, rated on a, a shower or a grower?
1: <laughs> mm. You know,
3: because the guy might not have much when it's you know just flopping in the wind.
1: I'm gonna have to put some thought into this. Yeah, yeah
3: that's just, we're, we're, I'm waiting for maybe there's a like,
2: containment device you can develop to put the wiener in containment. Device. Just
3: blowing <laughs> it's blowing in the wind.
0: Freaking, this is like I'll Ghostbusters. put it in a
2: Faraday cage. Hold on.
0: It's Ghostbusters, the X-rated version. It's got a, it's got a, yeah, it's got the cage like they used to catch ghosts. Just stick
2: in. it here in the snake tank. Here in happens.
1: the snake tank.
0: All right. So, anyways, World War II. Um, I really started kind of riffing on ideas and stories they were unexplained from World War II. Um, I think it's a time, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and claim I'm some kind of expert on that. I'm not much of a historian, but I find, you know, ideas from this. And I think anybody who's done any kind of reading who's been around, I mean, you're going to be you know, exposed to these, you know, the stories. And we all know what World War II was, right? Um, so there are, Tony, you don't, You don't. <laughs> Tony shook his head. You can't even read, Tony. Shut up. You don't even know how to read. <laughs> So, I thought it'd be kind of cool to talk about some interesting uh, World War II stories tonight. Maybe ones you may have not heard. Maybe ones you may have heard. Um, so, I don't know, guys. Which one do you guys want me to, like, bang into right out of the gate here?
1: Nazi bell.
0: The Nazi bell.
1: Amber would like you to butcher that one first, please. Or die
0: Glock. Die Glock.
1: Yeah, I don't speak
0: German. Um,
1: die Glock. I think,
0: I think, Glock. I think of... All you do. German
1: is a very guttural language. Well, it's a very, har- it's a
0: very harsh language. It's a very harsh language. Um, I, this, of, of all these ones, I think this may be the one that may be the most recognizable. Like People have heard about this before. So let's talk about it for a second. I'll, I'll right. just kind of give you guys an idea. Die Glock okay. die Bell was, supposed, was a supposed top street secret Nazi scientific technological device, secret weapon, or Wonder Wolf.
2: <laughs> I like that word. It sounds like a fun food.
0: Described by Polish
2: journa- journalist and author
0: Igor Wit- Witowski, in Prowad, Wunderwaff This was in 2000, right? Um, I'll, I'm going to throw a few sentences out here. I'm going to more or less just kind of outline it. Uh, the Glock was allegedly an experiment carried out by the Third Reich scientists working for the SS in a German facility known as Deris, close to the Czech border. The Glock is described as being a device made out of hard, heavy metal. <sighs> Throw the horns up. Uh, <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> you, you guys it just because everybody did that. <laughs> uh, where the hell was I at now? Uh, okay. Uh, approximately 2.7 meters uh, wide and 3.7 to 4.6 meters high, having the shape similar to that of a large bell, hence the name. Uh, according to an interview of. Uh, Witkowski by Cook. This device ostensibly contained two counter-rotating cylinders. This is what got me really interested here in this thing, to really get into the meat of this. Uh, Counter-rotating cylinders uh, which would be filled with a mercury-like substance, violet in color. This metallic liquid was codenamed Zerum 525 and was stored in a tall, thin thermos flask a meter high encased in lead. Additional substances said to be employed in the experiments referred to as Lichtmetall, light metal, I guess that's German for light metal, uh, included thorium and beryllium peroxides. Uh, Witowski describes the declock when activated as having an effect zone extending out to 150 to 200 meters, which would be 490 to 660 feet within the zone. Crystals would form... In the in animal tissue, blood would gel and separate, while plants would decompose into gr- a grease-like substance. Witowski also said that five of the seven original scientists working on the project died in the course of the tests. Imagine that. Uh, based upon, I can't s-
2: think of a, it's that purple grape juice they put in there. Better
1: <laughs> thing to happen to so, them. So well,
0: go ahead. I mean, I would like to thank the, our friends at Wikipedia. I kind of, I kind of took some from that, so I do so want to they, cite it, though, Are they Wikipedia.
3: considering this a, like a top-secret weapon? Well, here's, 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 or was it like here's where I'll go off here's like where travel.
0: This is where we go off script, okay? This is the idea, right? Now, what they say about the Nazi bell, the Glock, was that this may have been, and here's the thing, the stuff that I read on this, um, no one ever actually saw this. This was just, they literally got this idea of what this was from diagrams in this area that we're talking about by the Czech border, right? Um, so this is never was never even proven, like, it was never seen, there's no pictures, no one has any real artifacts to prove that this ever even really existed. However, the idea is interesting, because um, what we're talking about here, if you really think about it, and this isn't a new idea, but I think it's compelling regardless, is this is the first UFO. Not UFO as in aliens, because we can go into this, we can go down this whole rabbit hole if we want to, but we've heard this story where a lot of sightings of UFOs, there have been stories that there are Top secret government experiments going on. Ooh, they're basically being backwards engineered from other things. So we do have these rotating discs or just floating discs flying around the sky. Now, if you look at the Nazi in the picture, the Nazi, I kind of described it. There are some diagrams. You can go on Google, I'm sure, and find the shit. Or go to the library. Go to the fucking library. Maybe go there for a day. What Walk around. Walk around. It might be kind of fun. I don't know. I heard you can
3: get movies at the library. You can. But you better not fucking um, bring don't them return back them late. late. Yeah, don't return them late. you go get killed. to a fucking...
2: Uh, $2 a day at my library.
3: Yeah. A uh, collecting agency like yeah, me. You don't
0: want that. So, but think about this for a second, though. I mean, the Nazi bell, this idea, the idea of two counter-rotating discs inside there, it's an anti-gravitational device. That's kind of what they were going for here, I think. Whether it existed or not. Let's pretend for a second, hypothetically, that it did exist. So... Let's just hypothetically think that maybe this was retrieved somehow. When the war ended, this was retrieved somehow.
2: Like that? Tony's doing I a demonstration even. of the bell with God his hands. God forbid anybody freaking tries to make I should a point do a GIF of this.
3: Well, I want to know. Okay. Am I the only person that thinks every time you say Nazi bell, maybe it's just the musician in me? Oh, God. Stop. I no, th- no we don't. don't okay. I think of like. Some neo-Nazi punk rock band having a ballot song calling it the Nazi The bell. Nazi ball. Yeah, I just,
2: Oh, my. Oh, no, no. Wow. Well, okay, do you what? remember there was something... Oh, I'm something, sorry, I sang on the air. Do you remember there was something that supposedly appeared out of yeah. nowhere somewhere and they were saying, Oh, that could be the long lost Nazi bell. But see, that was a time travel thing. But I swear it had something to do with Nazis and I should have looked it up and did homework. Well, I mean,
0: okay, if you wanna again, if we want to go down the rabbit hole here, who knows I mean, there's no artifacts to prove that this thing actually physically existed. Right. Right? So but let's just hypothetically pretend for a second that like or, but, I'm sorry, let's just pretend for a second that this existed. Maybe, I I don't know, was this what they were, maybe they weren't just working on anti-gravity. Maybe they were working on time travel. There have been stories that have been written and documented that the Third the Third Reich was working on all kinds of crazy shit. Well,
2: they had brilliant people working for them, which then after the war, we all got to come work for us. Yeah,
0: and that's true. It's a fact. So maybe they, okay, then that's a, that's another interesting point right there, Amber. So you have these so brilliant now people. So we have
2: the anti-gravity propulsion systems that the Nazis were working on.
0: Yeah, so maybe they took those ideas, come over here, and said, "Well, here, this is what we're working on in Germany. You guys want to build something cool like this? Let's build an American Bell." <laughs> I don't know, um, but I do find it interesting. Like you know, it's a very simple line to draw from the Nazi Bell, the um, and what we see, what we supposedly see, we've seen videos and whatnot of, of of what we would refer to as a UFO now, floating in the sky. And Amber, think about this for a second. Um, well, the whole
2: UFO thing got hot right after World War II. It
0: did, got real hot. And even, I mean, I'm not trying to draw a line to this intentionally, but it's an interesting thought because I'm going back into my mental microfish on this. And when we had our experience, yeah, this is again, this is from my mental microfish. But looking at what we were looking at Micro, physically,
2: microfish.
1: You calling it micro fish?
0: Okay, we started I go, talking I'm about dickface. Like, <laughs> oh, He's God. got
1: fish on the brain. I got—we
0: were writing fish songs. Yeah, there's like a real fish theme going on tonight. I think <laughs> I this whole Nazi
3: so. bell thing sounds like like the new plot for the new Indiana Jones movie coming okay. out. Okay. Is there? They're talking about doing it. Are they doing another one? Yeah, Harrison Ford's okay. only what? Stay out of that. Eighty-two years old or whatever. So he's,
2: he's getting up
0: there. But what I was saying, though, was...
2: Well, and Roswell happened in 1947. Well, yeah, not too long after the end of the war. Yeah.
0: So I'm wondering, you know, I think, and again, I don't think this is a new idea. I don't think it's a new idea for a reason. It's a very logical idea. Um, I'm not going to sit here and try to make up some crazy conspiracy theory about this. I think this makes the most sense about this story. If, again, if we're pretending that this all really even happened there's no documentation there's no evidence there's no artifacts to prove that Nazi veil ever really existed again we're not experts on this thing but i thought you know as far as something to talk about this is super cool and I, in my opinion this probably is the most recognizable as far as you know the experiments the nazis were doing or the third reich was doing i mean there's there's <laughs> we i don't want to go into some of the things they were doing on people we know those stories and i don't want to talk about that 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 stuff's almost it's it's actually tear-jerking. To, horrific. It's horrific. It's, we'll it's, just say it's horrific. We'll leave, and we'll we'll leave it at that. Um, so that's in Die clock, the Nazi bell. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I De appreciate clap. it. What's that? Die Klop. Cl- <laughs> so... All right, I'm 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 tired, okay? I've had a long day, so there's... Is there ha- a point well, to what, your story? Well, my point, yeah, my point was I actually made notes for the damn show. I, that was my point from about 15 minutes ago. I made notes okay. for the show tonight, so I'm not reading all this shit.
1: You oh. are... Okay, back the boat up, mister, because I seem to recall when we were upstairs, yeah. you said, I'll read the stories, and then we'll just riff well, from there.
0: I reserve so, the right to change the rules whenever oh. I want. Oh, God. It's... it's it, I... I I'm changing the rules. So I'm going to pick somebody now. You guys want to be picked? And you're looking at me, it's like Amber. duck,
2: duck, goose. <laughs> well, which do one we you have at? to run around <laughs> the table really quick Oh, that, that
0: would... That would <laughs> that's some down. good radio right there.
2: <laughs> okay, your turn for the conspiracy theory next.
0: All right, so... Well, do you want to talk about that one?
2: I like Hitler's death. Because I watched a documentary on it last week. Well, let's
0: night. talk... Well, Amber, it's all... The floor is yours.
2: Hitler's still in Argentina somewhere, preserved...
0: Well, let's what what do we got here? Let's talk about this. Immortal. He's not immortal.
2: Well, they think that the he had body doubles, and those body doubles were the ones that got shot. Him and Ava Brown, his wife, and then they were snuck off to Argentina, where there are German—I don't know what communities over there after World War II. I mean, a lot of those Nazis had to flee anyway because they couldn't stick around. yeah, yeah they had to get excess, out of there.
3: Went dark,
0: well, yeah. yeah, and well, he, you know what? This actually ties in. You know, I'll tie this in with another one that I that I actually put down here.
1: U five thirty. U five
0: thirty. Okay, that was a German U boat. U five thirty. And I only have a quick blurb on this, so I'm, I'm not going to be reading you a whole story. Um, after after Admiral Dönitz ordered the war's end of World War II, obviously, German U boat five thirty did not surrender. Instead, it traveled to Mar. De Plata del Plata, uh, Argentina, and eventually gave itself over to the Argentinian Navy. The suspicious thing about this craft is that the sub's captain Otto Wormuth refused to explain why it took them two months to get to Argentina, why they dismantled their own deck gun, why the crew had no identification, or why there was no log on the ship. Some speculate that their secrecy covered up the ferrying of high-ranking Nazis to South America, including Adolf Hitler himself. So
2: I think that just seemed to, of all the World War II Nazi conspiracies, Hitler conspiracies, that one seems like I could believe it. Because that guy had such an ego and thought so highly of himself and what he was doing. Why would he just shoot himself? I always thought that that was... Like, that guy's going to try and get out and continue his mission elsewhere. I thought he took
3: a... I thought he overdosed. Why,
2: why his wife took cyanide. He supposedly shot himself. And then when they dug up the body, and then the Russians supposedly had the body for a while. They claimed they went and dug it back up and had it. And then eventually, um, the skull piece was... Looked at, and it was the skull of a forty-year-old woman. So
1: it's not. It wasn't. Maybe him. that's the real.
3: Maybe Adolf. Hitler
1: the, maybe was that's the true. real story. Oh, Adolf Hitler shit. was a forty-year-old woman. That's a that doubt. explains the intense oh, anger. He was on his period while going through menopause, and <laughs> really ugly. <laughs> it, it had a
3: never waxed
1: killer his mustache. mustache.
0: It, 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 I think. It, it, in all seriousness, it, I think. What Amber said does make sense. I mean, we have the man. Literally, this man is trying to single-handedly take over the world.
2: Right. Yeah. He's, and not he's just going to shoot himself up. Oh, well, and, and, and he didn't was, work
0: out. He Boom. damn near did it. He damn near did it. Yeah. Right. Um, a man with that kind of power, and I don't care if it was in the early forties, um, a man with that kind of power, you'd think that they would have these kind of resources. That it would be very difficult to kill a man like that or a man just to give up that easy and say, well, you know what, guys, game's over. Pe- I said, just check
1: out. People so
2: believed in what he was doing that they're going to die for him. Oh, yeah. They're going to get do whatever it takes to get him out of there. They're, they're, it's not like the war ended, and they're like, well, you know what? What you were doing was stupid, so we don't believe it anymore. He was wrong, so let's just move on. Yeah, let's on. find it's, the next cool trend. It
3: shows you how weak-minded people are.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean look it at, does look at
3: Nowadays, with the whole in the Middle East and everything. Well,
2: know? yeah, I mean, and I
0: was just gonna say that this this idea, it's very similar to what we're seeing now. And an idea is the most dangerous thing on this planet, along with a belief, because ideas become beliefs, right? They become systems of beliefs. And you cannot, as much as I and I want to turn this into a no political conversation, but I say this over and over again about what's happening now. There is no way you're going to kill this idea. There's no way that you're going to stop what's happening. I mean, and I yeah, I'd like to see it stop more than anybody. But you are talking about a system of beliefs that have been handed down generation to generation to generation. Oh, right. And it, you think you're just going to wipe it off this planet?
3: Breeds ignorance. Yeah,
0: totally. And the same thing. Um, now, mind you, the Third Reich was a much shorter-lived. Idea, let's say, um, but you, like Amber said, there were people that had that same mentality, though, where they were willing to do anything for the Führer. They they wanted to. I mean, I think we've all, in our lives, I think we've all met someone or come across somebody. I mean, there's people that I that I still work with or I, I aspire to that I would. Do anything for them, you no know, for different reasons, not because they 're some cult leader, <laughs> you know what I mean right but there are people that I look up to and there's there's not there's very few things that i wouldn 't do for these people, usually over a course of many years of working together and there's you know where a, a bond of respect and friendship comes out or love right and I think all those things are very evident with what we 're talking about with Adolf Hitler and the Third Reich there was that I think there also though there was another um Another ingredient in this mix, and that was fear. I think fear was a very big factor of that. So I think, and I'm sorry to go into these. It's interesting to me, though, because you take fear and you mix that into this idea, right? Now you have people that, you know, well, I fear this man. If I say the wrong thing, if I do the wrong thing, he'll he'll kill me right on the spot. Well, I want to do anything I can for this guy to show him that I am... I'm, you know, I can't be, I can't be lost. I, I'm his, I'm his right hand man. You want to
2: show your loyalty.
0: You want to show your loyalty, exactly. Um, so, it's an interesting um, amalgamation of ideas, I think, because I think people truly did. I mean, I think within the Third Reich, there were people that truly did love Adolf Hitler.
2: He was you know, charismatic. He was, he was,
0: he was, he was a drama. He was. That's where he got his shit from. He was a fucking drama student. That's where he was so charismatic. But they
2: were involved in like occult things, because didn't they have something going on with Madame Blavatsky? Or well, there was, or uh, is that all conspiracy theory too? No, there are a lot of. I mean,
0: and again, this is we're not we're we're really kind of just traping the water here. We're not doing any kind of real deep deep digging on this. Um, there are yeah, there are a lot of you know within the idea of the Aryan and the belief of the Aryan race and things like that, uh, the Teutonic race. Um, there was a lot of basis on esotericism, and that was, you're talking about, like, Isis Unveiled, that the book by Madame, Madame Helena Blavatsky. Those were ideas that the Third Reich did, I think, lift, <laughs> not borrow, stole, right? Uh, and used for their belief system, which makes me laugh even harder because we're just seeing another example here of of a belief system, and I'm, I'm not going for the shit on religion part either, but you're seeing a belief system literally assembled, just literally assembled here, and people take it hook, line, and sinker and say, well, this is how the world works. This is the explanation for everything. Um, again, I, we're very much... Uh, traping the top of the water here but I you know, just looking at it from the outside in there is this thing where we're lifting all these different ideas from other places and combining them and making them into this belief system that we have with the Third Reich right which I don't what, what the hell was the name of it I mean I don't even know what the name of it was I mean
2: their belief system their belief
0: system yeah I mean oh I
2: don't even did it have a name
0: I'll look I'm gonna google google, google Googling. it google so but it goes back to that idea where I think that I think is fascinating is just And we just kind of stumbled upon this idea, is this idea that people would do anything for this guy. Maybe it's because they truly loved the man. Maybe it's because they truly feared the man. I
1: think more fear.
0: (laughs) I think it it may have been a mixture of both.
1: And I'm sure there's a small portion that actually believed what he was saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally.
3: And it's easy to brainwash the mind.
1: Oh, yeah. People, I, I...
0: People will follow. I think people really like to follow. I, okay, well, look, let, let's let's put it in perspective for a second here. Um, I think people do want to belong to something. We all know that. We all want to be a part of some type of camaraderie where we have similar interests and we can converse about things, right? You know, music's our thing, Tony. Music's our thing, Amber. You know, we all can sit there and riff and talk about music all the time because we have this this kind of this bond that we all kind of share this interest, right? Far from destructive. (laughs) It's very productive, actually. Um, So I think even going back to that era, that idea was just as alive back then. People want to belong to something, right? Um, They want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Some people... Go and get jobs, and they put their energy into a job, and that—that's what fulfills them. And maybe being part of the Third Reich was someone's job, and that's what fulfilled them and made them feel part of something maybe. that was bigger than them. Right? I'm not condoning this, by the way. No. It was a fucking horrible thing.
3: But I mean, like a lot of people see stuff like way up here, you know, like eat the mic, way up here, eat the mic, <laughs> <laughs> eat the mic. Eat the mic. <laughs> what were you saying? No, but with, you know, like following and everything, I mean, you can go all the way back to, like, even Roman, you yeah, know. the Roman, yeah. R- Roman, the, Empire, the, yeah you know, Roman Empire, you know. Yeah, Taking over, you know, the world and, mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier to follow, you know, if you got a weak mind, you're like, whatever. What's the alternative? I mean, and you that's know, what comes down I to fear. go and live in my cave and, you know.
0: Yeah. Eat.
3: Well, I mean, Whatever, look, and... look
0: around you now look around you now and i mean look i play the game like any of us in this room do right if you want to have central air if you want to have food got to work you, if you if you want to be yeah if you want to be comfortable it's not you just have to work you got to play the game you know working's one thing but playing the game's a whole different you know that's it, it, there's a lot more to it than that so um, you got to be part of something. You got to be involved, right? You got to what we would refer to as being a productive citizen, right? And there's not a thing wrong with that. I think it's great. I, and there's nothing wrong with somebody going out there doing their thing, making their money, and living their life. That's the society that we've built as a race of people, at least here in the United States, right? Right. Um, you got to play the game. So let's say for a second, like me, Uncle Scott L. Right? I say, um, I'm fuck this. I'm peace out. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore, right? Well, what's going to happen to me? Well, there could be a lot of things that could happen, right? There could be a lot of things that could happen. Um, But most, I mean, definitely, I'm not going to work anymore. I'm not going to work anymore. I'm not going to do anything. Well, I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose my cars. I'm going to lose the things that I've worked for, right? The Mm -hmm. things that I'm comfortable with, the things that I enjoy, the fruits of my labors, right? Right? I'm going to lose those things. That's number one. And I'm pretty much on my own. You go out and we have, you hear about people that they're, 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 they're off the grid. Yep. They're people that live literally off the grid. And I find those people fascinating how you can do that. And these are people, in my opinion, that are probably the hardest of the hard men and women because they are out there doing it all on their own. When they're hungry, they just don't go down to Trader Joe's or something and get food. Mm-hmm. They go they have to go out and kill it. Right. Well, it's <laughs> they like got to grow it or kill it or do something. You know. What was that
3: movie that um, Eddie Vedder did the whole soundtrack to? Uh, I don't know. Into the Wild. I never saw it. Oh, Into the what Wild. What's it about? It's a, this guy. He's twenty-something year old. Um, I don't know if he worked in Wall Street somewhere like that. He's a multimillionaire. Gives up everything. Moves out west, and uh, just sits there in like. Eats off the land, does all this stuff like that. It's true. It's based on a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, well, and at the end of the movie, I mean, um, spoiler alert: he dies because he gets uh, he gets so delirious because he can't find the right stuff to eat. Yeah, that he's looking at this book about this potato and he reads it wrong, and this potato is a poisonous potato. He so it kills you. Killing himself.
0: So what, that's, the alter, that's another alternative right there. That's my point. Right. Is a lot of things could happen. But I choose as a person to play the game. I play the game. I have no regrets for that. I, I like what I do. Right. And I'm comfortable where I'm at. Um, so let's go back to the Third Reich. I'm not comparing this. <laughs> I'm trying not to compare any of this. But I'm just trying to formulate these ideas. And I'm I'm learning as I go along here, honestly, people. Um, they played the game. If I want to eat, if I want to survive, I got to go along with this crazy fucking asshole. Because well, I think a lot of these guys were like, this guy's a fucking
3: maniac. Well, you got to also look, too, after World War I, the Allies... Bomb the living crap out of Germany. There was nothing left to Germany. Yeah. And Adolf Hitler came in, you know, the whole Nazi party came in to power and stuff. And he brought, which was basically a third world country now, brought a global it up superpower. To, yeah. I mean, he, the economy was great. Everybody had jobs. You know, he did the Autobahn and yeah. this yeah. and yeah. that. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, Volkswagen.
2: he's like, oh boy,
3: wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's a
0: positive output, though. Wait a minute. We're, we're building something. I mean, and I'm, again, I'm not condoning anything here. But it, that was a part of the story, too, is that there was, they built something up out of this thing. They did, you know, like you're saying, they took this from, you know, a, a, basically an impoverished nation uh, to a global superpower. Right, and we've seen this. Happen <laughs> did it the before. wrong way? Well, yeah, they did. The yeah, way. he blamed. So it did on, Pablo Escobar he, too. He blamed it on
3: <laughs> on uh, Jewish people and homosexuals and everybody else that wasn't blonde and blue-eyed. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, uh, we're probably flying into the weeds here. But going back, I mean, the, my whole thing with that is just like, why did this happen? Why did people going back to the idea of how? and we're we're thinking of this idea of okay Hitler had body doubles right and Amber, this whole thing spawned from amber's comment like well there's people there that would that would just do anything for this guy and i'm and that was my question like why why would people go this far right so again playing the game that's my thing it's like okay i'm playing the game here i just want to live (laughs) i I don't want to be killed you know mortality sucks i I, you know and i don't want to die uh i know it's probably a lot more complicated than that it's just again i keep saying we're just kind of treading the waters here with this thing um so but going on with this thing though we talked about U 530 um there is evidence there is some evidence that's out there they say that, that Alludes to Hitler was not... He didn't commit suicide. He didn't die in Germany. Uh, The classified FBI documents contain a number of alleged sightings of Hitler, along with conspiracy theories of his escape from Germany. The FBI states information within those documents pertaining to the escape and sightings of Hitler... Well, they can't be verified. Nothing can be verified, right? Uh, A skull fragment with a bullet hole found outside Hitler's bunker and kept in Russia's federal archives in Moscow was for decades believed to be that of Hitler. In 2009, samples of the skull were DNA tested at the University of Connecticut by archaeologist and bone specialist Nick Bellantoni uh, et al. Uh, The sample was found to be that of a woman aged 40. Sound familiar, Amber? Yeah. We just said that. I know. Well, I'm just cranking through these notes. <laughs> well, you're sitting over there. You haven't said a word in like a half an hour.
2: Oh, my God. It has not been that long. What are you long? doing over there? I was looking up the Nazi religion. Well,
0: then, what, okay. Let's hear about it.
2: It's not really a religion.
0: Let's hear about it. Let's hear all about it All ever. it said you got the was, next half an hour to talk about this Oh, my now.
2: God. It just said the Nazi party program of yep. 1920 guaranteed freedom for all religious denominations, which were not, keyword, hostile to the state. And it also endorsed something they called positive Christianity in order to combat the Jewish materialistic spirit, those Jewish misers. Positive Christianity was a modified version of Christianity which emphasized racial purity and nationalism.
0: That's where we got to.
2: Yeah. And um, they also held the view that the Old Testament of the Bible was inaccurate, along with portions of the New Testament. Uh, Hitler claimed that Jesus was not a Jew, But was instead of Aryan origin. And he also claimed that Adolf Hitler was actually I shouldn't say Adolf. Some other dude claimed that. But uh, he also claimed that that Adolf was the new Messiah. We do that. Hitler denounced the Old Testament as Satan's Bible. And utilizing components of the New Testament, he attempted to prove that Jesus was both an Aryan and an anti-Semite. By citing passages such as John 8:44 where Hitler noted that Jesus is yelling at the Jews as well as saying to them your father is the devil and the cleansing of the temple which describes Jesus' wiping of the children of the devil Hitler claimed that the New Testament included distortions by Paul the apostle whom Hitler described as a mass murderer turned saint.
1: That was an excellent reading. Yeah, it was, it was oh, very animated. Dad. Very, Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I very, enjoyed very it. The Academy Award goes to... <laughs> very, good. Very,
2: very nice. A podcast reading.
0: Yeah, um, so it really wasn't a religion, like you said.
2: No, they just were like, basically, don't screw with us, and we won't screw with you, as long as you kind of agree with what we agree with. And, and if you
3: don't agree with us, we'll just you know, come out of there and take over your country.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's why the Catholic Church screwed shit. all that stuff under the Well, they said the they had some it's issues shit.
2: with the Catholics, Uh
3: what was their
0: beef? Well, it says the Nazis were the
2: initially very hostile to Catholics because most Catholics... Catholic. Most, I sound like i said most Catholics. Most Catholics supported the <sighs> German Center Party. Catholics opposed the Nazis' promotion of sterilization of those whom they deemed inferior, and the Catholic Church forbade its members to vote for the Nazis. So they didn't like that. 1933, extensive Nazi violence occurred against Catholics due to their association with the Center Party and their opposition to the Nazi regime's sterilization laws. The Nazis demanded that Catholics declare their loyalty to the German state, and in their propaganda, the Nazis used elements of Germany's Catholic history, in particular the German Catholic Teutonic Knights, and their campaigns in Eastern Europe. The Nazis identified them as sentinels in the East against Slavic chaos. Through beyond that symbolism, the influence of the Teutonic Knights of Nazism was limited. Blah 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 blah. It goes on and on. Again, excellent. Yeah, yeah, thank g- you. you excellent. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. you. Brilliant. I'm gonna go refill my drink.
0: Okay. So, what still fascinates me is just that idea. I don't want to keep riffing on this, but yeah, I mean, yeah, go to Argentina, I guess, and you might be able to find Hitler. I don't know. He's probably. He's I'm pretty dead sure by he's now. dead by now. He's got to be dead by now. He's probably
3: frozen in the Antarctic.
0: He's probably hanging
1: with Elvis somewhere. <laughs> in
3: a Burger King in uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. They're having a coffee.
1: They're both back there flipping whoppers. They're
0: having some of that fine Burger King coffee. Is it fine? Should, you know, it's actually very
3: good. I don't like Burger King.
0: There is. I, don't, no I hate Burger King, as but the coffee's good
1: Coffee. Oh, I love coffee. Coffee's garbage.
3: I don't like coffee either. I like the smell of coffee. Me too. But I hate the fucking taste of coffee. Exactly. See, I, I like, like amazing coffee. Like, my wife will even eat coffee ice cream, and I'm like, Blech. what the fuck? I, I don't know how that works. My, how does that work? It's my... got like the beans or chocolate beans or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in the ice cream. It's usually like a vanilla ice cream. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it yeah. has like these little things. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like a chocolate bean, and it's almost, and then the bean tastes like fucking coffee.
0: Gross.
1: That's See, I don't. I can't
0: deal with that. I just want a cup of coffee. It's simple. Just a warm liquid.
1: I love the shut up, quiet. I love the smell of it brewing, but the taste is just pure nasty. Amber's still getting a
3: drink here. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I love the smell of napalm. It smells like victory. Victory.
1: Seriously.
0: Oh, I just was thinking for a second there. Charlie doesn't. We're just service. waiting for Amber. Come on, Amber, hurry up. No, actually, we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> she said
3: she has to pee. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that on the
0: microphone. We could have
1: left that one alone, yeah, but, we yeah, but yeah. let's just announce it.
3: Well, let's talk about the peeing. D-
0: another another very interesting story that I found from World War II. Uh dis- lost in the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, oh yeah. thank nice you for that. segue. Thank you, yeah, thank you for that segue, Amber. That was very I good. I like it. Uh, the disappearance of Flight 19.
1: Dun dun dun.
0: Dun dun. Dun I got a whole massive thing on here. I'm just tired. Amber, it's no, your turn. No, Bonnie, not. it's your turn.
2: Fine. Bonnie, this it's is, yours. You, 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 you just got to get the art form of picking and choosing what to read, unless Bonnie,
1: it's you already Bonnie. know it by heart and can just casually talk I about don't it. I really know it by heart. <laughs> I was given the notes today. <laughs> I'll just read. The Bermuda Triangle's reputation as a boat and plane devouring chasm was first sealed in December 1945 when a group of five U.S. Navy Avenger torpedo bombers known as Flight 19 vanished in the Atlantic off the coast of Florida. No sign of the Avengers. First of all, I love the fact that they're called the Avengers. No Iron Man. He was not found.
2: <laughs> we can do this together.
1: No sign of the Avengers was ever found. And a Navy seaplane sent to rescue them also disappeared without a trace. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I'm sorry. I just feel I need <laughs> to do that.
2: I know. We need, that's where we need to drop. I have to get the drop thing in front of me.
1: Yeah, really. Okay. So at 2.10 p.m. on December 5th, 1945. Five TBM Avenger torpedo bombers took off from a naval air station in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The flight group, known as Flight 19, were scheduled to execute an exercise known as navigation problem number one. (laughs) That would take approximately three hours. Their flight plan called for them to head east from the Florida coast to conduct bomb runs at a place called hens and chickens shoals first of all let's talk sounds about that sounds like a that restaurant a that sounds like a delicious it restaurant it absolutely sounds really like a really good fried chicken. chicken good like mashed potatoes delicious it absolutely, gravy it sounds Biscuits. like a chain restaurant Biscuits shrimp and, gravy. and i think someone mm. should open <laughs> a place called hens and Chicken shoals
3: Fresh green beans. Mm-hmm.
1: Collard mm-hmm. greens? No,
3: fuck the collard greens.
1: Oh, I like the collard greens. I like them. Yeah. Fri- deep fried okra. Ooh. No, okra, yeah. Fried pickle. Mm-hmm.
3: Guys, I left for like two
1: Anyways, minutes. Some
3: cornbread.
1: Tony's after, talking dirty. After they went to the restaurant, then they would turn <laughs> north and proceed over Grand Bahama Island and then change course a third time to fly southwest back to base. The flight leader was Lieutenant Charles C. Taylor who was an experienced pilot and veteran of several combat missions in World War II. Taylor and his pilots flew over Hens and Chicken Shoals restaurant. They got some chicken (laughs) around 2.30pm and dropped their practice bombs as planned. (laughs) Shortly though after the patrol turned north for the second leg of its journey, chicken something leg. strange happened. What was that? Not really known why to this day, Taylor became convinced that his craft's compass was malfunctioning and that his planes had been flying in the wrong direction. I think they were drunk on chicken. I, they were. Yeah. They were chicken drunk. They just left the restaurant. drunk. Things got worse after a front blew in and brought rain, gusting winds, and heavy cloud cover. Flight 19 became hopelessly disoriented. Yeah. Lieutenant Robert F. Cox. I We
0: went to 12-year-olds.
1: Seriously? You had to know that with this group. Another Navy flight instructor who was flying near the Florida coast was mm-hmm. the first to overhear the patrol's radio communications. He contacted Taylor to ask if they needed assistance. Both both my compasses gotta are out. you got to do that in a voice. Oh, you do the voice. Both my compasses are out, and I'm trying to find
2: Fort Lauderdale, Florida.
1: He's from Boston.
0: Oh, Boston. Wow. Ta- with ta- Apparently,
1: Taylor said that, his voice <laughs> sounding anxious and from Boston. I'm over land, but
2: it's broken. I'm sure I'm in the Keys, but I don't know how far down.
1: Where are my Marlboros? Yeah, i have got Oh, my God, this is the greatest story I'm all ever. All, I'm all out of cigarettes. And I'm in the Bermuda Triangle.
3: Fuck. I ain't got no coffee.
1: <laughs> Taylor's claim was strange. He'd made his... You no, know, this
0: this story doesn't, doesn't include people dying. Sh- you guys are all ridiculous. Sh- How do you know hey. they
3: died? They might have went to the Bermuda Triangle and they're hanging out there for eternity. I don't know.
1: Taylor's claim was strange. He'd made his scheduled pass over hens and chicken shoals...
3: You get that extra fried.
1: <laughs> in the Bahamas less than an hour earlier, but he now believed his planes had somehow drifted hundreds of miles off course yeah. and ended up to, in the Florida Keys. Taylor had just transferred to Fort Lauderdale from Miami, and some thought that he may have confused some of the islands of the Bahamas for the Keys. Yeah. Pilots lost <laughs> in the Atlantic were instructed to point their planes toward the setting sun. And fly west toward the mainland. Mm -hmm. But Taylor had become convinced that he might be over the Gulf of Mexico. Hoping to locate the Florida Peninsula, he made a fateful decision to steer Flight 19 northeast, a course that would only take them even further out to sea. (gasps) Taylor was persuaded to turn around and head west... But shortly after 6 p.m., he seemed to have canceled the order. And <laughs> once again... <laughs> he wanted a difficult chicken breast. ...changed direction. <laughs> oh, I got another quote. We didn't go far enough east, he said, still worried. <laughs> <laughs> that he might be in the Gulf. We may as well just turn around
2: and go east again.
1: His pilots most likely argued this.
2: No, you can't go. <laughs> no!
1: Flight 19's transmission soon became increasingly faint as it meandered out to sea. When fuel began to run low, Taylor could be heard prepping his men for a potential crash landing in the ocean. That, and
0: that's what's creepy, right? That, that part, this is what really put the hook in me, was that. Like, imagine being the radio operator and just, you know, hearing the radio go more and more faint, harder to hear. And then you hear a message like that on there, like, guys, get ready. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to bury these, these planes in the water. A message
1: like... All planes close up tight, Taylor said. We'll have to ditch unless landfall.
2: When the first people drop below ten gallons, we all go down together.
1: Soon after, Flight 19's last radio communications were replaced by an eerie (coughs) buzz of (coughs) staff. The Navy set out search planes to hunt for the missing patrol. Yeah. Around 7.30 p.m., a pair of PBM Mariner flying boats took off from an air station north of Fort Lauderdale. About 20 minutes into flight, one of them seemed to follow Flight 19's lead by suddenly vanishing off radar. It's commonly believed that the seaplane exploded shortly after takeoff. Flying boats were notoriously accident-prone, and were even nicknamed flying gas tanks for their reputation for catching fire. Sorry, that's not funny, <laughs> but it made me laugh. Suspicions that the seaplane burned up were confirmed by a passing merchant ship, which spotted a fireball and found evidence of an oil slick in the ocean. Ooh. How's that for reading? Yeah. Take that! Uh, I
2: don't know that Bermuda Triangle. There's always people that keep trying to come up with different theories as to you know what happens. And some think that there's like a natural magnetic anomaly in that area which messes with everyone's flight meters and gadgets and all that stuff, and causes them to
3: flip
1: off radars. You think? Well, what, first what do off, you think it is?
0: Well, I, wanna, I, don't,
2: I
3: don't think th- it's anything. I just think it's BS. Don't they fly planes?
0: He thinks it now? it's
1: Bonnie Spitler. Well, I
0: want to thank our friends at History.com well, for Maybe uh, to- that, that article. Um, I did. I did take some take some of that for that article. So I wanted to point that out too. I just want to cite history. dot com. And I
1: would like to thank Amber and Tony for their brilliant yeah, work yes. in that story. good job, Outstanding. Guys. Outstanding guys. And what was great. the name of the fried chicken
2: place? Uh, what was it? Behind? Oh, chick. Wait, Hens and Chickens Shoals. Yes,
3: Hens and Chicken Shoals sponsored
2: this. <laughs> sponsored by well, Hens this, and they say, Shoals. They they
0: say that the, the disappearance of Flight 19 was the first documented. Um, Story of a disappearance over the Bermuda Triangle of this sort, uh, and we've heard a lot of stories ever since then. And and I mean, the the thread with that is I think what we were talking about here a second ago. Uh, something happens with with the ga- with, with the reader with the gadgets on the plane. Basically, I mean, and even back then this is all analog too, uh, much more accident prone. Uh, that's what we hear over and over again: is that something happens with with the actual readings. And people don't know where they're flying anymore. And that's and we've heard that over and over. People keep flying in circles, literally going back and forth trying and to find a the direction they right, until they run out of gas.
3: It's a big giant whirlpool.
2: Well, and then Haven't,
3: you any of you guys ever seen the Scooby Doo episode? <clears throat> Everything's Shut up, up, Tony. accurate.
2: That's a paranormal Bible, it's accurate. I mean That's how when, you ghost time. When
3: hunt. you know, the boat gets stuck or the plane. It was a huge yeah.
2: whirlpool. Yes. Yep. Yes, that's it. So they're all at
3: the bottom of the ocean. And
2: like you just said, Tony, like, hey, people still travel it to this day. But like, according to uh, Wikipedia, the vicinity of the Bermuda Triangle is one of the most heavily traveled shipping lanes in the world, with ships frequently crossing through its ports uh, for the Americas, Europe, and the Caribbean islands. So these places where you have more than usual traffic, you're going to have... More disappearances and things going wrong, and then we apply some type well, of meaning yeah. to that when really there isn't any. Well, yeah, and that yeah,
0: when you have a higher density, I mean, if you have a, a city of ten thousand people okay. in one in one place, and then you have a city of a thousand people in another place, well, of course you're going to have more deaths in the city of ten thousand. Well, like, okay. okay. murder and crime, how, higher density.
1: How well traveled do you think the Bermuda Triangle was in 1945? Uh, probably pretty well. I mean, you had a lot of shipping industry shipping still, but and- not.
0: I mean, I don't
2: know what commercial, commercial air flight was at that time yet. I don't think
3: there was a lot. I mean, it was really expensive to fly. Yeah. Back in those, I mean, it still is now. But then but. you'd
2: have to compare how many uh, government planes were going down versus other stuff or ships disappearing. I don't know. It's probably all been done.
3: Maybe it was that U-boat going to uh Blame Argentina.
1: Hitler. Blame yes. Hitler. I blame Hitler. Blame, blame Hitler. Canada. Hitler. I think
0: that, that was still a very, I mean... Th- what really get, put the hook in me again was this idea of imagine being the radio operator and having, and, you know, having to hear that. Because this is documented. This actually happened, right? Uh, just having to go through that and hear somebody say, we're going down.
1: Well, I think a similar current day reference to that would be the phone calls from 9-11.
0: Yeah, that's very eerie. Too. And there's
1: very similar. Well, that's creepy. There's also the thought that Atlantis
2: is down there. Like that's you know the Bimini Road, and all that stuff. So it's like Atlantis is probably making these planes disappear.
1: Mm.
0: Maybe they're bringing mm-hmm. they're bringing them to Atlantis to show them the yeah. better place. They're beaming
2: them back to like wherever Atlanteans went. <laughs> beaming them back, yeah.
3: Maybe they're all dying and they need to repopulate.
2: Yeah, they need to get some fresh sperm. Oh my god, shut Sorry,
3: up. Sorry, Scott hates Swear. that word. They're just
1: looking for some Scott d- Fet- hey, hates
2: hey, that word.
3: Maybe they're just looking for some semen. Oh my.
2: I don't think that one bothers them as much no, as No, but sperm. we're talking about the O They just need dick <laughs> 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 Oh my. You guys are. It
3: funny.
1: always comes back to dicks, do not it? I know why. Yep, we just brought it back to dicks, you're right.
0: See, that's what makes this show brilliant. It's
2: all <laughs> that
1: about that
0: Scott the likes dicks. dick. We should no, just
2: change no. the ghost into a wiener, screaming into a mic. <laughs> <laughs> and Bonnie, you're gonna have to change your tattoo. Oh no, I like my <laughs> well like then get another James. one. Get another Wiener James. Well right. no, you can probably get it altered. I'll get a Wiener James. Put a little penis head on him. Little penis hat.
0: <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> Who we just knocked the mic?
1: It might I don't know. Hitler. Blame Hitler. I think it was my cord to my headphones, honestly.
0: We have to fix that. Hitler. Someday yeah, we'll like, actually get a real table, I think, for
1: this thing. Yeah, one that's not get comfy hollow. chairs too. Cause wow, is my ass numb. And can I ask you something, uh, Scott?
3: Yeah, go ahead. You did all this stuff about World War II, and there's uh, nothing about the Pacific. You did everything about Nazis. You have something cute, fat, like <laughs> like. Come on, spit it out. What <laughs> do you want to hear about? <laughs> do you enjoy like? I'm not saying war is enjoyable, but do you enjoy the European side of World oh, war like II? not like because P- you, Pearl you Harbor. Didn't, and... You didn't get anything with Pearl Harbor. You didn't get anything with.
2: Are okay? Well, are there mysterious sides to Pearl Harbor or anything? Well, from I didn't have a lot of time. time here. No, I
3: didn't know. Yeah. If I was just yeah. asking you, like, if you prefer, we we could do another show. See, if I you just want, thought Tony.
1: this was going to be you know slightly about ghostly tales and things from. Well, these, were, these are these are strange tales. So, from World War Two. When I was looking stuff up earlier, there was a lot of references to ghost planes Ooh, after well, World the, War II. Well,
0: yeah, there was references Ooh. to the Foo Fighters, but I hate that band, so I didn't mention it.
1: Oh my God, that band! No, great, I'm I'm specifically talking ghost like planes. planes.
0: Scott, don't listen. Oh, to like, wow. There was um, there was there was okay. Well, Bonnie, if you, you go ahead, throw
2: it in. Now you put me on. The yeah, spot. I, no, you. Wait, wait, I, wait, I Talk about it. Question: What were the Foo Fighters?
1: Because I honestly don't know. Scottle. Anyways, while he's looking it up, I'll tell my story. But anyway, I,
2: I, I can throw
0: my stupid thing out, but I don't want to do it that. It was so about yet.
1: a year after, I think, about a year after uh, the bombing of Pearl Harbor, the U.S. had spotted a plane on radar. And they sent some planes up to see, to investigate what it was. And they came back and they said that it was a, an American plane, a uh, fighter plane, Mm -hmm. and that it looked like it had been through hell. It was riddled with bullet holes. The pilot was bloody. (gasps) And it all of a sudden it just went down and crashed. And when they went to look after it, there was nothing there. But they had all seen, see the shot up plane and the bloody pilot. See, I think of that as like a classic example of a residual haunting. Because something that, something that
2: was so traumatic that that guy went through and experienced and it somehow leaves its imprint in the environment and then it's replayed at a certain time, which is like the only way I think we can scientifically, which there's no way to prove it's scientific, but the only way that we seem to be able to look back in time, like people that see ghost trains mm-hmm. or there's my favorite story of this, this party going in the 1930s. And it's in England where everything's haunted. Right. And this Roman legion just starts walking through the basement of this house. And the woman, because she's at a costume party. Well, she initially saw, like, just one Roman soldier just sitting there. And she went downstairs, and there was a bathroom down there, I guess. And she was like, wow, that guy's really well-dressed. Holy crap, he's really realistic. And then she asks the person hosting the party who's the guy dressed as the really authentic Roman soldier? And they're like, no one came dressed like that. What are you talking about? So they go downstairs, and they're looking for this guy, and that's when this whole Roman legion just steps out of the wall and starts walking, and they can't communicate with them. They're going through the wall, and then they notice that their feet, like from their ankles down to the bottom of their foot, you couldn't see them. Right. And then when they did some digging and whatever, sometime later, they found an old Roman road underneath the this london house which of course a lot of oh, you know cool. it's so cool and so you're but literally looking
1: like back in time people that see um to this day still marching in gettysburg yeah yeah the same concept yep but there there were a lot of references to ghost planes but that one stuck out in that's my mind creepy. the most Foo
0: fighters uh i just hopped on wikipedia here just cuz i mean the i
2: sponsor of the show
0: tonight wikipedia yeah i ha- <laughs> I have my idea, but I didn't want. I just wanted to have something decent here. So, uh, term "foo fighter" was used by Allied air, aircraft pilots in World War II to describe various UFOs or mysterious aerial phenomena seen in the skies over both the European and Pacific theaters of operations. Though Foo Fighter initially described a type of UFO reported and named by the U.S. 415th Night Fighter Squadron, the term was also commonly used to mean any UFO I sighting did not know that. from that period.
1: I honestly did not know I that. I had read it before, but anymore when I hear That's Foo weird, Fighter, I, that. I immediately think I, I the band. Yeah, I just assumed Dave Grohl,
2: but I honestly did not realize that that was a term to describe UFOs from that period. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'll be damned.
0: Uh, yeah, so. Formerly reported from night yeah, November 1994 onwards, witnesses often assumed that the Foo fighters were secret weapons employed by the enemy.
3: The Nazis.
0: The Nazis. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I know I've been mean, doing the the handful of research I did for this show. I mean, I did Foo Fighters camp a lot. I'm like, well, that's that's a pretty, uh, you know. It wasn't I?
2: obvious. I didn't know it. Well, so yeah, someone you know, else I'm... listening, and I should know that. Well, there
0: oh, you go. Fine. We got... Sorry, so we're
2: that educating
1: people that download the I show mean, and I mean, which listen? just goes to show that I did actually do some homework I before did. the show tonight. Because that's where I thought this was going to turn. So I was like, oh, that's a cool story. Well, we should do a better job.
2: Like, you pick a
1: story and then you can just tell it. It's so much nicer to tell it.
2: Unless we continue to read stories
1: with um, added vocalization and drops. I actually loved (laughs) the way that we read our story. And then I was coming across um, (laughs) stories of what I can only describe as urban legends from World War II. Like what? Um, there were some British soldiers that were in the uh, Swiss Alps, and they got snowed in. And they were all in a bar one night. Supposedly, this is a story okay. that someone's grandfather right. told them. You know how all yep, legends begin. And um, they were all in a bar one night, and of course, everyone there spoke German, and they all spoke English, so there was the gap there, the communication gap, and a gentleman came in and started screaming at all the soldiers in very broken English, basically saying, where, where you take the children. So they get a translator, they go back, and they find out that since the troops had come to town, things had gone missing from people's homes, from their sheds, like um, an axe had gone missing, and... Various things had gone missing, and then children started Ooh. disappearing. And if it had been just one child, they would have been like, okay, they got lost in a snowdrift, or whatever. They froze to death, whatever. Supposedly, they started doing nightly patrols looking for whatever was causing the mysterious disappearances. And they still occurred. And one night, they just happened to be out after midnight. And they saw someone, oh wait, back it up, because I forgot a part. Ooh, The only adult to disappear during all of this was a soldier that just disappeared in the middle of the night. He was gone for like two weeks. No one had any idea where he was. So at midnight one night, they're out looking, and they see someone looking in the window of a home that's dark. So they yell to the figure, don't move, and he takes off running. And they all give chase, and they chase him to a cave. And he dives into the cave and then starts shooting at them. And they all return fire. And when the gunfire stops, they go into the cave, and that soldier is there, dead, surrounded by seven half-eaten children. Oh, oh, gosh. I swear to God, Rush. this story came oh, up I while it. I was looking for... he was a baby while i was looking for creepy tales from world war ii this story came up like four or five times that is so urban legend and this is why i say it's like urban legend is because each each site that i found it on slightly different there was a slight variation but it all ended with this soldier in a cave with seven happy children So, apparently Gross. urban legends have been alive and well since World War 2. Wow. I think mean,
0: urban legends have been around way
2: before that. Oh, I'm it's sure. It's the original fake news.
1: But <laughs> I I genuinely that story came up like so many times and I was like, seriously, <laughs> this is Clearly an urban legend. Like, that was my grandfather told me this story on his deathbed. No, he didn't. That was what my talk was just on in Grand Rapids, was urban legend
2: and being the original fake news. Yep. And so I'm going to continue that when I speak in Petoskey in October.
1: Feel free to take that story.
2: I will. That might be a good one. The it, baby eater. The real one. Yeah,
1: And because, you know, right. a lot of them end with him in the cave, but then some of them try to explain why he did it. Like, yeah. They had been snowed in for months, and they only got a couple hours of sunlight a Why day. Why only eat half though? Was there only one good side? Like, well, the left side's plumper than the other. Or- I don't know. Apparently, he 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 likes the heart. Once side. he got half through, he needed fresh uh, meat. He's I don't like, know. Yeah, he's like, this sucks. I'm sick of this. I, one. I can't really I need- explain the mind of a snack. crazy cannibal British soldier. I want but- a brunette tonight. Yum, yeah, yum. and apparently children taste better. I don't know. They're younger. It's like veal. <laughs> While well, this went to a dark place. <laughs> but anyways... It's been dark
0: for like the last five minutes. So,
1: In in the process of trying to find stories to tell tonight, I found an urban legend of World War II. So I had to share it.
0: Thank, no, you, thank, thank, you, thank, you, thank you, Thank you, Bonnie. Bonnie, thank you. Thank you.
1: Yay. Thank you. Yay! I got applause. woo whoop!
0: All right. Um, I think I've had enough. All right. I've had enough of you guys.
1: Let's close her up.
0: I've had enough of Tony. I've had enough of you, Amber.
1: Okay, he's tired of us. Let's go upstairs and sit out on the deck for three hours. Right?
0: Yeah, I think. Oh, we, well, I got the fire pit ready. We can burn wood tonight. We're gonna I burn
1: children. So we're not gonna burn. Amber. Oh, my
0: God, let's isolate that one.
1: <laughs> they taste. They're like veal.
0: <laughs> let's take that one out. Yeah, exactly. We'll, this we'll, is we'll how
1: start. urban legends start, Amber. <laughs> right?
3: So
0: we. I mean, I know for they a taste fact. like steak.
1: Oh, God, veal.
0: I know for a fact we probably barely even scratched the surface on stuff. Oh, like I'm this. sure. There's no, so we much could do out there. Part one. Yeah, part this two, is, there's part so three, much out there. Part four. But um,
1: I like having a topic and then everyone search and get okay, their take on it. Well, okay, maybe we the... should do that. Damn well, we... it. And if
2: anyone listens to our. Give us feedback. Yeah, let us... Well, no, people... We've had a lot of
0: people, like, suggesting shows and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but it's and nice
1: to have someone actually legit send in an email or comment we, on Facebook. Yeah. Like, I listen to the show, you sound like a bunch of drunken morons. I know there's We people, need more stuff yeah, like that. I know
2: there's people that listen, and I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I never write into the
1: people, but yeah. they
2: do appreciate hearing well, feedback from you, well, as long yeah, as you're not too still. vicious and evil and mean.
1: If you're well, vicious uh, and evil and mean, send it to then you, then you at send gmail. Com. To send, no, if you it's going to
0: be mean. If you're going to be mean, you just gave away your personal Talk. email. I don't Man, care. You're in trouble.
1: I did it on the first show. Did you? I said when people want to send hate mail, send it there. Well, uh, uh, don't what don't about say. the
3: dick pics?
1: That goes to Dickometer at Ghostly. Talk. <laughs> Are we gonna, we're gonna do a Dickometer. I'm, no, four-
2: seriously, I'm writing that right now. Dick O meter.
0: Let's set up the forwarder tomorrow.
2: At Ghostly Talk, and yeah, it, uh, and if one person, I don't care if it's Ray, if you're still listening, today, <laughs> and if Bobby, anybody, if someone listens to this show, just send it. Send I don't don't send a fake cartoon dick. To Dick at ghostlytalk.com. talk.com. We're, we're going to so set this one. up.
0: We're going to set this
2: up. Oh
1: god! I got to do this
2: work tomorrow. Now you're really no, setting you this really I I don't do No, to. I will do this. It take me two seconds to set up a forward. That's a lot of work. Oh my god, it is not. That's too much work. Oh, I'm doing no, it. I don't
1: I'm do doing that. it tonight. I can't tonight. believe you just singled out specific listeners to send us Dick. Pics. Yeah, we like called people out. Like, well, a, I don't want Ray or other people. I'm not saying send me your no, <laughs> no they, send me your dick. yeah,
0: I mean, dick pics,
2: but I'm just right? saying that there might. <laughs> you want to send a cartoon wiener?
3: Cartoon.
0: Uh, okay, wiener. all right, draw, draw okay, one. Okay, I'm tired draw of hearing one. about this shit. Draw cartoon
2: one.
3: Sounds like a no punk more. rock band name. Artistic. Cartoon no wiener. more. Stop. Pairing tonight. There's, if there's cartoon artists wiener. out there, send
2: in your artistic dick pic. This okay, has right. been ghostly Stop. talk.
1: I'm Bonnie. I'm Amber. I'm Scott. I'm
3: Tony. I'm Tony. Listen to our band. Right. Now. now.